0: Tony Schaefer, powered by 6-Hour Never Settled. I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I always carried the best. The best is 6-Hour. I recommend you carry 6-Hour if you know what's good for you. And we are on the America Out Loud Talk radio network, also available on the America Out Loud podcast network. Check us out, Project Sentinel, projectsentinel.com, and London Center, londoncenter.org. We are on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Rumble, etc., 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 Without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest for this week, Chris Farrell, the Director of, of Investigations at Judicial Watch, uh, someone who I have admired before I knew you, uh, admired when you debriefed me regarding something called Able Danger. And I, I, I appreciate the fact that, that uh, you have been a man of integrity, courage, and fortitude uh, for the entire time I know you. So welcome to The Hard Truth.
1: Thank you very much, Tony. It's great to be with you.
0: So, um, first off, some kudos. Uh, you did the deep state uh, update a few years ago. You produced that. I don't think you were on camera, but you produced it. And during that, uh, Representative Jim, J- Jim Jordan, uh, Vince Colonnais from The Daily Caller, uh, Tom uh, Fenton, who was just recovering from his bicep reco- uh, replacement surgery, uh, I understand they're going to be double the size now, and he's going to have to have bigger T-shirts. That's okay. I think it's good. I'm not in comp- I'm not in competition with them. Just for those watching, I'm not. I'm really not. Anyway, the uh, and then one of your lawyers, which I don't remember his name, but what was notable uh, during that period, your your lawyer was heavily involved in the foyering of documents, which were turning up clues, and a lot of us went on record saying we're gonna we're going to come to find. This is right at the heart, right in the heat of the Russia collusion narrative uh, fantasy, which we now come to know. And we all spoke up, and we were right. And you guys uh, gave us the platform for doing that, Chris. And I, I admire the fact that you allowed us to do that and had the courage to allow us to do it.
1: Well, you know, uh, there's a lot of evidence. Not all of it is public. Usually a lot of it is treated very superficially by the mainstream media. And I, I mean, you know, all the usual alphabet soup of channels and networks uh, people like to have their news, you know, homogenized for their safety. Uh, so there's not a lot of real in-depth discussion of stuff. And we had an opportunity to kind of go a little deeper and discuss some of the background, and uh, it turned out great.
0: Yeah, and I do recommend. Still, I said off off air that we sh- you guys should consider doing a follow up because you guys got so much right, and I think that it really yeah. you should you should do a victory lap for what it's worth. Speaking of the victory lap, so uh, you've got your work cut out for you. Uh, there's been some hearings at the time where we're taping this. There's been some some significant hearings regarding uh, whistleblowers. And that for me, Chris, and, and for the public, to, for our audience to understand, Judicial Watch was one of the early supporters of me and my whistleblowing on Able Danger, which I'm, you know, Chris and I have done a number of shows. And uh, Chris, I think you got a notification earlier this year saying Special Operations Command is still working on the FOIAs. Don't give up. We're still going to get you the information you've asked for someday.
1: Yeah, What's that? 16 years, 16 years later, stand by. You're still working on it. Still working. <laughs> the other thing that's interesting, I think, is that people whip around the term whistleblower all the time. Yeah. There's the, there's the fake whistleblower, Eric Ciamarelli, who was working out of the National, National Security Council, who was a political operative who tried to get or, in fact, did get President Trump impeached over the Ukraine phone call. Uh, he was not a whistleblower at all. He was no. a political operative for the.
0: As as was Vindman, Vindman another thing. Yeah.
1: You, but you were a legit whistleblower. Who I didn't won- even know I was one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You went through the chain of command, did what you were supposed to do, and then exercised your options legally. Uh, the folks who are watching now, coming out of the IRS, they too are legit, and so that you know, whistleblower is a term that gets used a lot. Uh, and there's real ones and there's phony ones. Uh, you you are a very brave real one. And uh, the folks we're watching now, these IRS guys, you know, uh, the same thing. They tried to do everything the right way. They tried to exercise the chain of command. They tried to follow procedure. And and they were saying things that the big bosses did not want to you know, hear. Oh, yeah. Much, much like yourself. And so oh, yeah. Yeah, there was an effort to lower the boom on them.
0: So let's break that out just a bit more. Um, One of the two whistleblowers is a Democrat and uh, going against his own folks, which I think people tend to forget. I actually went against the Bush 43 White House, and uh, someone argue, Chris, I was too stupid to even know I was a whistleblower. And I, because, <laughs> no, I mean, because I was just doing what I was told. So I go tell the truth. Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: oh, sure. Yeah. I can do it's, that. It was extremely dangerous. Yeah. I day. mean,
0: well, I did, you know, I, speaking of the chain of command. So I, you know, I called and I, I don't think Terry would mind me. So I called over to Terry Ford, who was a deputy descent of the army. You know that the army very well, as do I. So I, ca- I talked to the number three guy in the army and I say, hey, I was just over uh, on the hill and they had some hard questions about able danger what do you want me to do and god bless terry Ford. tony do two things uh tell them what they want to know and tell them the truth (laughs) i think that's pretty clear guidance yeah and and i had no idea that it was going to get me in trouble it's like oh okay sure i can i can do that i'm a good soldier and and next thing you know i'm you know oh well we can't protect you what do you mean you can't protect me well you're a whistleblower really (laughs) Yeah, I didn't yeah. sign up for this. But to, that's the point. I think a lot of us get drugged into it because we're simply trying to do our job. We're simply trying to, uh, uh, to live up to the oath of office. And I do have the impression that these two uh, whistleblowers are doing the same thing. They're not acting politically. I didn't act politically. And I don't think people fully understand that even though there's supposed to be, quote unquote, protections, I'm using the crisp plant air quotes, uh, I don't think people understand that they're going to get you no matter what it takes. And I think that's one of the tragic things about the current system, which you guys stand up and fight back against, though. I mean, you you guys do.
1: Yep, yep. I, I mean, there's a lot of very sad stories with regard to people who have tried to come forward and do the right thing, You know, whether they're whistleblowers or really even if they're just uh, – even if they're not technically whistleblowers, they're people that are trying to uh, behave in an ethical – Way or they're yeah. trying to actually follow regulations and tell the truth, and very often the big, you know, the big machine of government grinds them up and uh, spits them out, and they're treated horribly. Uh, very often, uh, some of the people—not uh, in your case, thank goodness—but some of the people uh, act crazy. And the reason why they act crazy I is just because they, they have, yeah, exactly. You have, you have better coping skills. That's right. Uh, you, have, you have all the personality disorders and character defects we're looking for. Yeah, thank so, you. The, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, uh, but regular, ordinary people without, uh, without those uh, superhuman skills, uh, they get ground up and they get a little nuts. But the reason why they get a little nuts is because they've been treated that way. They've been given the Stalinist tactic. No. They've been sent off to re-education camps or they've been, you know, stripped of their responsibilities and their staff and put in a corner broom closet and told to, you know, stay there and don't speak unless you're spoken to to. Uh, or they've been picked over relentlessly, where right. one of the old tricks is to go after time and attendance logs. Oh yeah. And so God forbid you come back from lunch 10 minutes late they turn that into a felony uh so that's the kind of stuff they've had to put up with and that's why they got a little nuts in the process
0: well i had guys who actually helped i think seal that off i mean as you know during the time that i was there the leader that the actual chain of command supported me uh, bob harding uh, uh pat hughes still friends to the state wonderful officers who uh, i once told pat hughes during lunch after retired i said pat i had no idea you allowing me to do my job was extraordinary and he smiled at me and says, yeah, you were young. <laughs> like, I mean, and these guys let me do my job. And I It's like, you know, I'm a spy. So my job is to go spy and figure things out. That's it. And again, I didn't know that, you know, actually trying to do that would be something It's like, really? I'm, I'm going to get in trouble for doing my job, but it is what it is. Right. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. But two things to say to credit uh, why I think I came through this better than others. And first off is, look, you and I came from similar programs. I think some of the training we got was some of the purest uh, uh, technical training you can get within uh, the military. I mean, they taught you to be a spy and for better or for worse, all the things that go with it, they gave us. And I think that's one of the, the, the tool, psychological tools I got for that were, were a big help. Secondly, sobriety. I was just, uh, you know, Tucker Carlson just came out and talked about this a little bit. I texted with him earlier. I don't want to get into his, his program, but I I'm very impressed with his program. I've, you know i know i could not have done what i did with what if i was still drinking no doubt no, zero yeah. zero doubt yep. because yep. all of those flaws that other people uh, exhibit would have been magnified by my uh, insanity uh drinking so you know i i do credit the higher power and, and aa for having uh, allowed me that uh, buffer to to help get me through so it's you know those things did help a lot and on uh, and, and that account um uh, we have, I think, been able to maintain an understanding of the whistleblowing issues I've dealt with. And I still tell people when they say, they say thank you for your your work on Able Dangerous, like it's not done yet. It's not. And, and I think you would agree with me. It's like, there's a lot of dangling participles, Chris, on that, which I would argue the stakes are just as high regarding the true answers of Able Danger as they are in the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden issue because of what happened.
1: I agree. You know, Abel Danger uh, realized that even the technology we're talking about is now, you know, what, 25 years old or whatever it says. Right. It isn't as though it's some cutting-edge, current, existing uh, technique. Um, but it's the idea of what was being done and what could have been known then uh, versus now. I mm-hmm. mean... Uh, in hindsight, of course, it looks like a very primitive, you know, stubby pencil, you know, index card kind of, uh, you know, technology. But at the time, though, it was radical and innovative and unheard of and a new way of thinking and processing information and identifying people. And uh, and if you take that in context and look at the current situation and what is being done, you know, take all that tech. That technical capability and now make it offensive again. Which is what we are seeing when it comes to all the censorship and canceling, the manipulation of social media, right? Uh, influence operations, all these sorts of uh, very aggressive tactics that are now that the American public are now subject to. Right. Uh, the handwriting was on the wall, you know, 20 years ago.
0: So a hint for those who have been following. There's still things that I still could not talk about at the top secret, beyond top secret level in, in closed hearings. And what Chris just said may have been a big hint of, of what I couldn't talk about directly during those hearings regarding what technology we figured out back then that they don't want to acknowledge that is now being used across the boards. Like, yeah. but technically I still yeah. can't talk about it because it's still the fact that we knew this back then. If, if we knew it, let me rephrase the question. Uh, if counselor. In fact,
1: the technology <laughs> If it, right. Was, right.
0: If it yeah. existed, if that operation existed. <laughs> so, so, well, all kidding aside, let's jump right into the, the uh, raw meat of the Hunter Biden uh, issue. So 17, sure. um, 17- Million dollars, Chris. That seems like even today a lot of money, Uh, and that's what the IRS guys have said that they tracked. Uh, what the heck is what the heck is going on? How did that much money get transferred I- I- to to the Biden family without anybody doing anything about it?
1: Right, and I mean, so let's just accept that that's true. Yeah, Let, let's not let's not even get into the well, how and which, <laughs> you know, which accounts and the the widow of the Moscow mayor and you know Barisma and Romanian whatever even the details of where all it came from let's just put that aside for a second and just say a great big huge chunk of money and uh, you've got a lot of these phonies on Capitol Hill saying well it's no big deal all these people trade on their family names Mm. look at the Bushes look at you know the Kennedys look at And that's, I agree. Okay, so they do. (laughs) The Bushes all trade on the family brand. The Kennedys do. The Clintons do. Um, But here's the catch. You have the president of the United States sitting there saying he has no knowledge of his son's business dealings. None. Yeah. Um, Okay. In the first, we we don't even have the complete records, but in the first, I think it's five and a half to six years of the Obama Biden administration. Young Hunter flew on daddy's plane, flew on the vice president's plane on 411 trips, 26 foreign trips. And of the 26 foreign trips, five of those were to China. Wow. So let's just look at the travel records. 411 trips with dad, 26 overseas five to China and you're supposed to believe that the vice president now the president has no idea what his son was doing it doesn't pass a giggle test no I mean, You can't get past that. I don't care. You can have all the double talk in the world about who sent money to who when. And, well, that was an LLC we created to do advising on this or that. And, well, we were board members here. All the explanations, all the double talk. Just line up the travel records. The number of flights this guy's going on with his father. All around the country, all around the world. And you're supposed to believe the father has no knowledge, no understanding of what his son's doing. That lie in and of itself, to me, speaks volumes, speaks much more than some excruciating forensic analysis by some accountant of where money came from or went to. Right. So to that point,
0: to me, uh, I am not a a lawyer, but I pretended to be one a number of times, and and I'm not necessarily— So uh, but we were exposed to this sort of thing all the time. And as an intelligence officer, you and I both know we don't look for evidence. We just look for indicators. You just went through a big set of indicators that there's huge corruption going on. And to me, it's like this shouldn't be uh, partisan. This is like you have a major official taking uh, essentially what we now know to be bribes, because I I guess the other question I want to ask for the record is uh, what exactly is Hunter Biden selling?
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Biden is selling Biden is what he's selling. I mean, mm, that's good. Biden. Uh, <laughs> I have some of that what, medium rare with an egg on top. <laughs> you can get a you can get gravy on the side <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, want, I want some of
0: that special uh, uh in-law coleslaw if you know what i mean i'm just saying <laughs> not that not that i know what that's like but i'm saying you know apparently they like the in-law thing you know,
2: a lot of coleslaw <laughs>
0: that's that's code oh, coleslaw maybe. you know we can start using it as slang <laughs> we're creating language here chris so to that point um i'm i swear to goodness so yeah. so we all know we know this. We we have we who are rational of thought, I think, have figured this out. How is it we've had such a a lackadaisical response even from our side? Because one of the things I wanted to bring up is that in the hearings, Dan Goldman in his ham-handed confirmation that Hunter Biden was selling Joe Biden and, and Joe Biden was knowledgeable, since you know that was he actually the Democrats. By the way, just a, aside, Dan Goldman is there a dumber uh, investigator out there than that guy. I mean, <laughs> seriously, how do you get out to get trip yourself up and like confirm something that everybody's been denying for years?
2: Like,
1: I, yeah, he's sort of in the uh in the Schiff Swalwell category like, of idiot. there's a special, like, is a special category, it's like a category four recruit. You know, I had the, to I had to watch that interview. Inter- yeah.
0: yeah, I had to watch that interview three times today. It's like, did he really say what I just said? Oh, Hunter Biden's yeah, he's doing business with his dad okay
2: yeah
0: Yeah. so to that point though one of the dan one of the lucid points of the 10 that weren't lucid he got one which i guess is a good ratio for for the for him he actually said well this low roll started under under trump regarding the hunter biden administration because one of the things both whistleblowers said and i know this from experience every day was a drudgery every day was a fight just going in and this is where I, i you know I know I criticize folks all the time. These two guys, it sounds like they did a righteous work. They went in there, they stuck to their guns, they did their job. And of course, I know from personal experience, and you do too at times, how sticking to your guns when you know you're living up to your oath of office and those around you have abandoned their oath of office and they're all going to come after you. These guys hung in there. But that's part of the point. Goldman actually said, um, well, this started under Trump. So my question to you is, what the F was uh, Bill Barr doing? during that time.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is the underlying question of, uh, it, that shows the the uh, the loathing for Trump by, uh, I don't even wanna say deep state, it's not that, de- not no, that deep. No, I agree, it's, it's lo- different. Lo- yeah, a month later, Trump is in the middle of the whole Ukraine impeachment process. Right. And that goes into the new year and the FBI, Department of Justice, has the laptops. Right, they I know, know for all a the fact. crap that's down there, and they stand there with their hands in their pockets, you know, examining their shoes. They, they, not a peep. Nothing comes out of them, while the president is being impeached over make-believe nonsense, and they realize, and they know, they know more, they know better, they know that they have these laptops which have stuff on it that's a hundred times worse than anything that ship has dreamed up. Right and then after the fact as you go into the election or the or Trump's attempt at re-election they still have Hunter Biden laptops they know that it's all legit these 51 phony sob's who or former deputy director of this and that at the at the agency or you know scattered around government all these intelligence experts they call come out and give their open letter saying that Oh, it couldn't possibly be true. It's Russian disinformation. Again, bar company are sitting on the laptops, right. not a peep.
0: Well, you and I have talked about this uh, directly a number of times, and I, I had criticisms of our own side not being as active as they should have regarding pushing the laptop forward, saying this is real. We should do something about it. I, I don't want to go down that path at this point because it's clear that the very people who did have a copy officially, the FBI and uh, the IRS – And the DOJ, all the information we're now hearing about in the hearings yesterday, Chris, they had at the time of the impeachment. So Trump was right. Trump was correct that there was corruption and his own. And this is another thing I've said critical of Trump. And I'm going to say it again. Trump never got control of the bureaucracy. Uh, Some of the very people he put in charge of the bureaucracy either were members of the whatever you want to call the deep state. Uh, Rance Priebus did a really good job of insulating Trump from those, Uh, as you know. Uh, I went forward and asked uh, the Pentagon to do a full-blown CI counterintelligence review. Our our background, I think most people know, you and I came out of counterintelligence. My proposal was very succinct. Let's have the Army come in and do a peer-to-peer review of, of foreign counterintelligence activities of the FBI. And I got Mike Pompeo to say yes. I got Chairman of the Joint Chiefs Joe Dunford to say yes. The one guy that I had to get to say yes was John Kelly, who had to get me into the president. And Kelly basically told me, oh, he did tell me, I'm going to quote exactly what Kelly said. Tony, I will never let you see the president because all you're going to do is inflame his instincts. And and it's like, well, apparently those instincts should have been inflamed, just saying. I mean, right? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently they had all this information that would have yeah. been revealed had we done the, the CI review,
1: right? And, and, and actually everything you're saying is precisely the reason why um, Mike Flynn... Was immediately decapitated from the administration. Yeah, because you couldn't have a guy like Mike Flynn walking around as the former director of the Defense Intelligence Agency. You couldn't have him sitting as the National Security uh, Council advisor uh, to the president because he would have seen through exactly all this phony crap that was being thrown at the president, and he would have been able to mentally disassemble it in about. Twenty seconds. Right. So you can't have that guy with that, that level of knowledgeability, with that level of credibility, because he would have looked at it and with with X ray vision and seen. Wait a minute. Right. What the hell are you doing in the FBI? What do? And it all would have been blown up. So that's why they made this very determined effort to go after him right away. Oh, uh, yeah. as a National security advisor because they could not afford to have him wandering around loose. Looking at things, asking questions, because the whole thing would have fell apart in the first three months of the president's. Uh, well, of, and of some, of president us,
0: president. some of us saw for what it was, because, as you know, I went on on record. It's still out there. I called it Soviet. The, the day the president tweeted about being uh, wiretapped, I was on Fox uh, before I got banned like someone else I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and said on, I think it was the 6th or 7th of March, whatever that Saturday was like, Oh yeah, it's true. Uh, it's, it's, it's all a fake. And, uh, I'm still friends with, uh, with Ed Henry. And Ed, Ed was f- hosting Fox and friends that morning. He said, my God, I thought you were nuts. I, I could not believe what I was hearing and they were yelling in my ear but, to get you, know, you to that, shut up.
1: Here's, here's the, and this is where, uh, Trump, uh, he's his own enemy and also where uh the media deliberately plays let's say let's take everything he says at literal face value can you imagine if we took everything biden says literally oh my god (laughs) so no one does that no one does that the media certainly doesn't do it but with trump they love to do it uh because they can make fun of it and they could turn him into a cartoon character yeah and so when trump said obama wiretap me he did not literally. No, mean, I try to right.
0: explain that constantly.
1: Right. But that was a game that was played just right. like, when. hey, Russia, if you can find Hillary's 30,000 emails, he was not soliciting the assistance of the FSB, uh, you know, in, in determining what the uh, what Hillary had. You know, he talks like a 70 some odd year old New yeah. York real estate developer, not like some Washington, D.C. bureaucratic puke. So when he talks offhandedly, when he talks like, you know, your uh, your cousin or your uncle Harry, he's just he talks like a regular, normal human being, right. not like some Washington, D.C. policy puke. So and that's where they get a hold of him. And that's where they drill down and make fun of him, because the essence of what he's saying is exactly correct. But he doesn't use the magic language of, you know, the swamp.
0: So the magic language is something important, but I. The next thing we we have to take a break real quick. But when we come back, Chris, I want to ask you a question about who is funding the 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 Biden family legal defense fund? Who's paying for all this defense? <laughs> so we'll, we'll so we'll come back and talk about that in a second. So this is Tony Schiavone, The Hard Truth, uh, Part Two, coming up real soon. Stay tuned.
3: Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One
2: Wellness. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Co-fix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? CoFix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Co-fix RX is already famous. For a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone-iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new CoFix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the CoFix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout.
3: We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's XLEAR.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
4: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula. With the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order.
5: For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health, naturally.
2: Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio: The Liberty and Justice for All.
0: Hey, this is part two of the hard truth. Tony Schiaper, powered by Six Hour Never Settle. Uh, I didn't. You shouldn't. I had a choice of what I carry in combat. I always carried the best. The best is Six Hour Never Settle. We're on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network, uh, also available on the America Out Loud Podcast Network. And, of course, you can check out our show, uh, a video version of this, on ProjectSentinel.com, GlennonCenter.org, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, and Rumble. And uh, we're back for part two. By the way, quick shout out to Cherie Curry, who does our theme and bumper music. God bless you, Cherie. We're going to hopefully have her on here soon. Right, Chris? We're going to. Do something here with her, you know. Yeah, we saying. should have
4: her on again. We had her, we her before, and she
0: was great. We need to we continue will. that yeah. one. And we got other other uh, cool, the cool kids of Hollywood coming on with us because <laughs> they, we're, we're, no flaming progressives, no 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 people with skirts <laughs> and, and penises. Just saying. Yeah, those things are not compatible. Those things are not compatible. Just Unless you're not scottled. that I'm critical. That's right.
6: Well, <laughs> oh God. Well, we are
0: talking. This is an episode about Hunter Biden, so we're talking about everything from <laughs> from gerbils to, you know, other things. So, not that I not
4: okay. that I, I don't
0: I didn't see gerbils on that tape, but I'm just telling yeah. you they're probably they're the just,
4: best quote about the laptop was from Elise Stefanik during uh, a recent Uh, a a recent House Oversight Committee hearing. I believe she said it was a hellhole and cesspool of corruption and criminal behavior.
6: Hmm. That sounds accurate.
0: Yeah. But the the videos are not as good as they should be. I mean, it's not like... uh, uh, you know, porn level quality, you know, so it's just it's just disappointing. Chris. He, sh- he should have done better. Pre- pre- you know, next time you should have someone like producing his videos. I'm saying, you know, it's just it's just not good. It's not good quality. It's bad. It's it's bad debauchery. Just saying. You if, if, debauch- been- if you're going to do debauchery, you should do it in such a way that people are going to say, oh, I, I like watching that. That's cool. So
4: you should have consulted with me. I, I would have I know I
3: know. I'll, I'll, I'll,
0: I'll send him your name next time. So uh, so speaking of the Biden family, so Chris, as we closed out the first part of the show, I was asking you a very hard question because that's the name of the sh- show. I guess I have to do that, right? It's it's in the title. The hard question for you, my friend, is where is the money coming from that is funding the Biden family legal defense fund? Who who in the heck's paying for all this defense?
1: Well, they've got a lot of money uh, squirreled away uh, thanks to various bribes and extortion schemes and uh, uh, shakedown artistry, whether it's Chinese money or Romanian or the, the widow of the mayor of Moscow. I mean, yeah. they're millions and millions of dollars. And they've got an entire uh, you know, left-wing uh, legal establishment that is dedicated to their success. But you got to remember... Everything concerning the Bidens and the entire political left, uh, it's all about power. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, the, it, it's, a, it's a Marxist ideology where the name of the game is power. Uh, Republicans or you know, conservatives will sit around, and they'll talk about all these highfalutin goals and these sort of you know, values and democratic principles, and, and they're all true and legit and stuff I believe in. But the left, particularly this militant sort of Bolshevik left that we're dealing with now, for them, power. That's it. So they're going to do whatever the hell it takes to either maintain or consolidate or increase power. And so they're they're more than happy to have any number of different lawyers show up and work either pro bono, (laughs) low bono, (laughs) or or in some way... uh, you know, be willing to take a cut of you know future proceeds. Yes, uh, because it's about power. That's what drives it. It isn't even money. It's about power.
0: Right. So, uh, and we're joined now by the second part of the show with uh, the the ever Tanya Miller, the debonair uh, Chris Cordani, and the extraordinarily <laughs> gifted actress uh, Elizabeth Breckencamp. So, and, and by the way, I'm I'm not busting on her. She does a great job. I just I hope she gets a, a great role sometime. Maybe you could play uh, Barbie next time. Elizabeth. Just saying, <laughs> I think that would be a.
5: I could
6: do know, that. I think you could.
0: You could do it a much better job than Margot Rob. I'd
5: actually saying. go watch it. Though. Yeah, oh, Captain would.
4: Marvel.
0: Thank you. Yeah. By the way, I'm I am watching Thank a movie, but it ain't gonna be uh, this weekend. I'm. It ain't gonna be the Barbie show. Just saying. So just you know, it may have something to do with a nuclear weapon, but um, you know, maybe. So well, speaking of nuclear weapons, so uh, here's the team, Chris. They have questions for you. Uh, They all have hard hard truth questions so uh i open the floor to my colleagues
1: who wants i'm ready all right
6: so i don't know tanya has i'm sure you have a list of things go ahead elizabeth there's so many things with the bidens um i know not too long ago marjorie taylor green had started articles of impeachment against biden but she got kicked off because she made some comment about someone else. And so I'm wondering, I know you all at Judicial Watch are working very hard in a lot of FOIA requests and trying to get things kind of move in that direction. What do you know about that? Do you know, like, what, what is your status on trying to push forward to get impeachment started for against Joe Biden?
1: Yeah, so we don't really have a role in that because it's really a political question left to Congress. And so that really falls to Marjorie Taylor Greene and her Mm -hmm. efforts. And what McCarthy is going to permit onto the floor, because right, McCarthy controls everything. He controls the agenda, the timing, uh, the votes. Um, And so I know a lot of people, including myself, are very frustrated that Republicans keep having hearings and keep having, you know, press conferences and... They run onto Fox or Newsmax, and they do their interviews, and, and that's lovely. Congratulations. It's a fabulous sentiment. But what are you going to actually do? Exactly. Right. Uh, action. And, we and want action. It, they never fail, you know, to seize defeat from the jaws of victory. And uh, they do it over and over and over and over and over again. And the reason why, it always comes down to this, it's a failure of leadership. So... Uh, It's McCarthy. It always goes back to McCarthy. It's up to him because nothing happens in the house without his say so. Nothing. Even with this tiny little slim majority that he has, Mm -hmm. uh, nothing happens without him. So if people are frustrated and they are and they want to see something happen, think of the cast of characters. I mean, look, with this FT1023, this confidential human source report that's unclassified, that Ray played rope-a-dope and made them go into a skiff to look at, but they couldn't have a copy of it. They couldn't make notes. They had to, Mm -hmm. I mean, all this is Ray. Um, You know, well, we're going to have a hearing to hold them in contempt. Okay. Well, let's say that you actually find him in contempt. So you're going to have a contemptible FBI director. And you're just going to let it sit there? Just like they did with Holder. If the guy's in contempt of Congress, why don't you impeach him? Remove him from office. You can impeach lesser constitutional officers, not just the president. You can impeach Mayorkas. You can impeach the attorney general. You can impeach Christopher Wray. Why aren't they doing any of this?
6: So so how do we get um, McCarthy to do his job? Should we um, just encourage... Everybody we know to start writing to him, calling him, emailing him.
1: Yeah, I Pretty mean, ridiculous. people don't think that their people don't think that their calls or their emails count. They're wrong. They do. Uh, so I mean, if there's a drumbeat. If there's sufficient sufficient pressure, look, it took him 15 rounds of voting to oh, become God. Speaker, right? Isn't that the so funny thing? So, it's yeah. not there's, like he has, you know, bubbling over support. So. Uh, there are a few people with enough guts to, you know, threaten to have a vote of confidence for him. That's that, – nothing is going to be accomplished playing nice. Right. Okay? Mm. <laughs> That's – unfortunately, everyone would like to be able to negotiate and have a, a give and take and arrive at a sort of consensus. It's not going to happen. That's not the way it works. So – I mean, that's kind of hard, kind of mean, whatever, but that's, mm-hmm. that's reality. So, I sure. mean, yeah, yeah. So
0: before, before Tony jumps in, just to do a very quick follow-up on that, um, there's folks in New York that you and I talked to, Chris, some of them are Democrats and they're, they're fed up with their own side. How is it we can get a, a, a space that can exist for both sides to basically walk away from the political party, just to focus on saving the Republic. Cause I've said to my, my left friends, like, look, we need to get past of this left and right for now. The very, structure that allows us to have the debate is in jeopardy. How how do we get them to recognize for those who actually still believe they are good Democrats to walk away and actually, you know, like Tulsi Gabbard did, uh, you know, I think RFK is going to walk away based on the way they're going after him. I I just think that there's folks that there needs to be a way we can get a space to do that. Any any thoughts on that?
1: Well, uh, so the current leadership of the democratic left is really I, I use this term advisedly. They're Bolsheviks, right? <laughs> they, they are. I'm not kidding. I know you're uh, right? The, 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 this is not, you know, the LBJ kind of Dixie crap. I mean, this is not like any other past uh, formulation or sort of uh, type of of democratic themes that have occurred. Uh, you know, Bill Clinton couldn't be elected right now in the current Democratic Party lineup. Um, you, you, we, we would pine for the days of a, a Democratic Bill Clinton presidency. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but let me tell you, I mean, there, however much of a, a lefty he was, he wasn't this level of Bolshevik that we have. I mean, look, in one week, actually, I think it was about a 10-day period, we had... Uh, transgender, tapless, uh, whatever, on the White House lawn, followed by cocaine being found in the White House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Supposed mm-hmm. to kind of shrug and go, oh, well. Uh, right. That's, that's, that's the new normal. That's the real issue. We're not mm-hmm. surprised by
4: any of this. No, mm-hmm. Not at all. And that's, the, that's a big problem here.
5: Yeah. Thing- and, and Judicial Watch has been carrying the weight, like Thomas frequently saying, um, because it's true. And you guys are, you know, speaking of being brave and all the major topics, we can see just by watching those hearings yesterday, you know, as the time of taping right now, but we're watching the hearings right now of what's been taking place. And it's very strategic. It seems as if the whole, de- and I'm a former Democrat, I, I have no party right now i'm just my party is truth you don't have to do split ticket or whatever i've been voting conservative in most recent years from since i don't even want to talk about i am so disgusted <laughs> about everything i've seen transpire and everything i've heard and learned about the party it's gross it's not what i was raised on but what i witnessed yesterday when i was trying to listen i just i couldn't even take enough notes about how disgusting it was that they were grandstanding. There was nobody representing their state properly and in taking advantage of these whistleblowers who God bless them, true whistleblowers and they took the opportunity to grandstand and share the same script, suggest yeah. that we cannot co-opt the, the phrase two tier. And it's like, you have the perfect opportunity at this time and you want to keep bringing up all these other people. If you want to bring up Jared, Ivanka, uh, Donald Trump, what have you, go at that, do whatever, God bless you. But you know what? We've already been there, been doing that. We're talking about another white, rich man. Can we Can we just say that? And they, they've been bringing up, we can say it because they're saying it. So it's like, yeah. why not right now? Because the whole point of saying it was that the two tier? Is that no one is above the law? That is the whole point, including right. this Democrat, a Democrat in control, Democrat president's son. Now, do we think Don <laughs> Jr. would get the same treatment? Absolutely not. We already know that. But it's mm-hmm. really gross for, for Democrats to have to contend with their representatives up here wasting time. They wasted time, precious time. And the people who were asking questions happened to be uh, conservative Republicans. that had ours next to their name. And it's mm-hmm. like, wow, this is so starkly obvious. You can see it. They actually took the time to ask questions and they couldn't even counter all the crap they were hearing. I mean, you wouldn't have the time to counter the crap. And some of them were getting it wrong about these IRS agents. They were having arguments about that. So what I mean, you had to be disgusted at everything you wouldn't you've been hearing about this because you you guys know the facts and you see the strategy you seeing it played out and 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 every single major thing and and i guess i'm impressed with what judicial watch has done with everything from the bio labs in ukraine which is a whole hell of a lot with ukraine (laughs) oh yeah ukraine Mm -hmm. and biden what the hell has been the strategy since going back to obama clinton uh hillary clinton's days all that i mean there's a huge mystery and people are not getting to it instead they're wasting their time on these culture work discussions and arguments and god bless judicial watch because i encourage anybody to go there go to the shorts go to their links Mm -hmm. go to their webpage, and just check out what they've been doing because this is these are the heavy lifters and and chris does a lot with the research and i just thank you for your time but it's got to be disgusting when, when you right. guys are carrying, and in, in, in everything from the FOIAs, I mean, we would not have the information we have to work with if it wasn't for Judicial Watch. Absolutely.
1: Well, thank you very much. It's an mm-hmm. incredibly uh, nice uh, thing for you to say, and it's deeply appreciated. I've been here for 24 years, just a little while. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. As, uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of stuff I've seen, but I have. It's, we are at a new low, right? I, I, I'm always yes. surprised at how much lower we can go. But what the current situation is very grave. I could go on. One of the things you touched on, a couple of points you touched on, had to do with Ukraine. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, we. Let, we uh, I'm yeah. open to that, Chris. We should. Oh, tell yeah, you.
1: That, could be, that could be a, a four-hour marathon session. Jeez. That's. Uh, I could go on and on about Ukraine, but I won't. Um, but you're right, and uh, you know, I mentioned earlier to Tony about. Hunter Biden's, 411 flights with his dad, 26 overseas trips, five to China. But, you know, fun facts like that, uh, the only place you're going to find them is Judicial Watch, right? Right. The only reason the the American public even knows about Hillary Clinton's email server is because of our work. And we discovered that not because we were looking at Hillary Clinton's email. We discovered that because we had filed about a million FOIAs to uncover what was going on concerning, believe it or not, Benghazi yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Benghazi uh, yeah. gave us Hillary Clinton's email server, That's which right. in large part gave America Donald Trump.
4: Mm-hmm. Wow. The and
5: there's thing, so much more. The too. Benghazi thing yeah. was
4: also, people only relegated to what happened that day. The fact is the orders were given to, to uh, soldiers there to stand down and not defend the place. And that was also one cog in the whole idea where the uh, Obama administration allowed Libya to go nuts and reopen the North African slave trade. So all of that stems from Benghazi. I don't want to hear somebody say, Well, there's only four people who died. No, that that's bad. That's horrible to begin with. But what happens after that? You ruined lives all over the place.
1: You destroyed Benghazi it was the result of the Obama administration not wanting headlines in in mid-September, right before the election. Right. And the headlines would have said Obama administration arms Al Qaeda. Right, Mm -hmm. Because what that uh, that entire fiasco was about was a $40 million project out of the State Department to send guys around Libya and other places in North Africa gathering up crew-served weapons, heavy mortars, and man pads, buying them back from desert chieftains who they had been distributed to, boxing them up, shipping them to Turkey's southernmost seaport, and then trucking them into... Syria, for the Syrian rebels to fight against Assad. And uh, that's why there was a CIA base in Benghazi. Uh, a base is not something that you create like, you know, drive through McDonald's. It isn't something that you just, oh yeah, 20 minutes later, we got a base. It's a big footprint with a bunch of guys that look like Tony and me driving around and, <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: wearing,
1: uh, wearing uh,
0: action. Jay Peterman, uh, civilian wear, <laughs> looking
1: on dapper in combat, absolutely. And everyone, everyone points and goes, those are the American spies. Yeah. Um, and, but that's, I mean, so I, I joke about, about the, so the, the base, but I mean, it's a big thing and it yeah. processes mm-hmm. logistically a lot of weapons that go to a seaport and get put on Uh, ships that are, you know, this is a big, big, big operation. And the the notion Mm -hmm. that this is, oh, some little spontaneous uh, demonstration and, you know, Mm -hmm. it was a lot murkier and thicker and deeper and darker than Anybody ever knows or will and know. huge ripple effects. And, well, and, and well,
5: Hillary's um, yet to answer to a lot. She's well, no, yet to
1: answer. To a lot.
0: There's still answers beyond her. I mean, there, there were, the the mm-hmm. entire response was turned off. We, you know, I don't know if Chris not like I mean, we've we talked about this off air, and I'll just mention it. Someone turned off the automatic response when you have an embassy under fire being uh, attacked. There's an automatic response that starts. Someone had to manually turn that off. Secondly, mm-hmm. that that very night, as they were going through it. Uh, But Admiral Stravitas, UCOM commander, had had played an instrumental role in backing things off. And then the reason we know so much about what happened regarding the arms movement is a guy named Mike Flynn was directed by Obama to Mm. move those weapons Mm. into Turkey and into Syria. Just saying so. And Mike has told me that he was ordered to do that. Just, you know, a little bit of another
5: reason he had to be gone.
4: They don't want him talking. What they do want, though, is Tony's tanks. Oh, they do. They're asking for that, I'm sure. There's a memo out there somewhere. That's right. They are asking for Tony's takes. And that is also powered by Sig Sauer. Never settle. Never settle. We almost settled, by the way. After watching, Tony, after watching Merrick Garland in action over the past three years, how destructive of a bullet did we dodge thanks to Senate Republicans back in 2016, considering the current crop of Biden-Obama appointments to the Supreme Court?
0: Well, I think we missed an opportunity because he could have been the first uh, uh, justice of the Supreme Court to be transgendered. He could have kind of started his transition, transition. Oh God. I think it would have been a great thing to watch. I think there was a missed opportunity there. And the Democrats could have said, you know, Merrick, uh, you need to be merry and uh, you should start going down that path. Like he, he, is such, he is such a trooper. He would take one, so to speak, for the team. I mean, not that taking one is a bad thing. I mean,
4: I guess, Right. Is that is that can I say this stuff on the air? <laughs> they, they could I mean think about it. Uh I uh, think they, they could have also thrown in that uh, that extremely overweight or, or morbidly obese uh, uh, deputy health secretary that we have oh my right goodness. now. Oh Oh yeah. So uh, that could have that could have uh, fit fit, uh, fit the bill over Chris, there as well. Both Chris. I got to ask
0: you both. Uh, let's ask everybody. Mm-hmm. Did, did did your did you have the proper hormones going through puberty? Because apparently there's a there's a belief out there that you may not have the right ones. And that's what they're saying now, right? I mean, that's what he said. You may not have the right
4: hormones and they want to help you. <laughs> I spit my lithium pills out for nothing.
1: <laughs> so My hormones were always uh, operating perfectly. <laughs> and continue to <laughs> congratulations yeah. way to go I don't hear anything wrecking. from
0: the girls did you guys have the right hormones coming through liberty, <laughs> Tanya?
5: um mm-hmm. I'm just grateful that um when I played with the Tonka truck and the cars and the dirt and <laughs> that all my yeah. friends happened yeah. most close friends are guys or boys you know hey right. I'm a little bit of a tomboy and uh, I'm glad no one tried to sh- confuse me in my youth right right and, exactly uh, yeah same here. Yeah. I like to with my brother's
6: toys, but I still have my baby tender love and uh, she would get muddy. I'd clean her up. <laughs> and uh, somehow I think I turned out, I, I still like guys, you know, so. Yeah, it, and that's good.
0: yeah. And we, we like that you like guys. And, and
6: I
5: still happen to have, uh, grew up with all my gay friends and yeah, lived, yeah. had a roommate who was a drag queen and all that. I even did all that, even as an adult over here in Hawaii. So, hey, I've, I've had all my experiences and I've been all around uh, as far as that subject <laughs> goes. And yeah. nobody can categorize me as whatever they want to say just because of my politics. That's right. Like, right, that exactly. Ridiculous. And yeah. I, again, it's, it's i mean, gone beyond the pale.
0: The gay thing is fine. I I, I I survived a near close encounter with Kevin Spacey in Hollywood. Just saying. And that's dangerous. Ooh, that's dangerous.
6: That's dangerous. But you survived.
0: I did. I was able to avoid him. I was like across the room and he was coming my way. It's like, I got to get out of here. And I left. So
4: next question. True story. Next question. Chris, I think you'll love this one too. On the subject on the subject of running defense for the Bidens, does, does uh, Representative Raskin's Headgear cover up a metal plate in his head. I, I have to know that because I'm listening to him. Does he really think anyone who understands the concept of critical thought really believes his statement claiming the Hunter Biden IRS investigation was normal?
0: Well, uh-huh. I mean, again, normal for Democrats is like uh, John Kerry. Normal is like Herman Munster. Normal, like you know, have you ever noticed John Kerry old <laughs> boatneck? He hides his bolts. It's like they all have yeah. this. They all have these characterizations, like characters from a TV series. And so, Raskin actually, I think, came out of what was that? Uh, Colors was that the movie with Robert Duvall where they had all the gangs in in uh, in LA fighting each other? I was thinking of the Wanderers, but that was New Wanderers. York. Oh, never mind. That was New York. Escape New York. Escaping from New York. So, <laughs> no, Adrian I mean, Barbo. Like, Nobody takes them seriously because it's Chris even said it earlier. It's like the the very standards, which makes you a, an effective leader in the Democrat party today. You have to be a Marxist. And, uh, you know, I always use this quote from, uh, I always, Chris, I, I'm inevitably quoting this every show now from 1957. There is a, uh, how to recognize propaganda, a U.S. army training film. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the quotes from this film, which is absolutely correct for a communist, a thing is only true if it advances the communist cause. So Raskin and his other knuckleheads will only believe something or, or project Correct. something to be true. If it meet, meets Correct. their requirements for their narrative, that's what it is.
1: cut yeah. got the nail on the head. It's again, this goes back to the whole thing about power. So you yeah. do whatever it is you want to do. You take whatever position you have to take. You say whatever you have to say mm-hmm. to, to maintain and increase power. That's what it doesn't matter. It, I mean, The most bald-faced lie, they'll say it with a smile.
6: Yeah, and if you say it over and over and over again enough times, just like in 1984, you know, eventually they can convince you that it's true, even if it's a lie. Just say it enough
5: times, yeah. Well, the facts of the matter show that it was not a normal investigation. No. If you were to take a comparison and all the points back to what I was saying, it's a complete embarrassment because if they were to take the points that they were making and they were grandstanding on about the the differences between the two tiered system and they were to take the examples that they shared about how it's not the case for, let's say the black Americans and black community. And it's like, okay, you're seeing these uh, examples right now, but yet you're not taking the opportunity. You're taking the opportunity to deflect right now on a very prime one. And if you want it equal for all billionaires, even one of the representatives said um, something about they, they even conflated it to IRS uh, agents being uh, not funded. And then they tried to throw that argument up and like. Oh, well, the, they would go after the billionaires, not the regular people. And it's the regular people who pay their taxes. So will you commit to doing billionaires it's like, oh, oh, sure. Go ahead and do that. But that's not who the IRS agents were going to be hired for. Right.
3: Well, you are making right. a
5: false claim here. And so nobody was able to talk about that. And so it's like all everything you guys are talking about. You're not. You can make the point right now with this right. case and you're not and and mm-hmm. so no it wasn't normal and because if it was normal he would be in jail
0: so speaking of jail well, we i mean go. he
5: would be how much big de- <laughs> we're gonna get in jail <laughs> if we you don't know.
0: cut it off now so we gotta
5: go
0: we gotta cut it out so anyway we've had a very special episode just like the old tv series in the old days a very special uh afternoon episode of uh you know an educational program with chris Ferrell. chris <laughs> God bless you. Thank you, for my friend, for being my friend and being a supporter for early on. Thank you for joining us today. We'll have you back sometime in the near future. Uh, thank you, Tanya, from Hawaii. Elizabeth, from uh, Virginia. Chris, from some planet in
4: some <laughs> universe somewhere. We breathe methane where I come from. That's
0: right. I'm sure that's true. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. So we'll be back next week with another episode of Hard Truth. We'll see you then. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>